What's good, everybody? This is Halftime with the Playmakers, your midweek partner with the live show, The Playmakers, which airs every Saturday from 1230 to 2 p.m. right here in the School of Journalism and Grab Communication. WAM 90.5 is your host, Mr. 813. It's been quite a time since I've been back, but I'm so glad to be back in the studio with the fellas, man. Fellas, how y'all doing today? Feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. Great. Feeling great. Can we just, before we get into it, can we just talk about the magic, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? 12 and 5. Go magic. You know what I'm saying? Go thunder. Cricket noises. Oh, man. These guys here, man. But it's it's been a while, man. But we got a great show coming in store for y'all. We're going to just kick it right into it. Talking about the SWAC championship predictions. Now, for those of you who may not know, Florida A&M University, we have made it to the SWAC championship. We have a rematch against Prairie View. For those of you who do not know, we've already played them once this year for homecoming. We absolutely destroyed them. 45-2-7. It wasn't even close. Now, fellas, I want to know what your predictions are. I to know what the key to victory is in y'all's eyes for us to secure the swag championship and go to the celebration bowl i'll kick it off the key number one key is be disciplined there's a lot at stake we can't be getting getting our heads getting our own heads getting penalties on ourselves so just being consistent and being very disciplined and blocking out the outside noise yes the crowd's gonna be electric yes the crowd gonna be live but we gotta come in and just have our head just focus on the end goal i agree with jeff to a certain extent but i think we just continue to do what we've been doing we have the swag head coach of the year we have the swag player of the year in jeremy musa we have the swag defensive player of the year in isaiah major so i just think if we continue to do what we do i think we're gonna win the game regardless this could be our worst game that we've played all year and i think we can still win the game uh i kind of disagree uh worst game oh boy, yeah, worst game. i don't know about that one but i think it's gonna be a, a much more competitive game than we've seen in the regular season um they're coming off of a, a close win against alabama state i think one of the keys to the game was we have to slow down their quarterback their quarterback he dotted up towards the end of the game uh so keeping up that pressure with general hunt isaiah majors just switching up the coverages keep him flustered and i think defense again will play a huge part in this game we only held, held him to seven points in the regular season so you know keep it on that trend yeah back to it like i definitely agree with you especially staying on the defensive side but the main thing that we did last last game during homecoming we controlled the line of scrimmage right we rushed for over 180 plus yards and we the average was about 6.2 yards a curry so we go back to the running game which we struggled with all season i feel as like though that's the key for us to win the game you know moose is gonna do his thing and now we just need to run the game to play their part as well Prairie View is a bottom four offense in the swag and obviously we're the best defense in the entire FCS. So I think if we just continue to play, continue to play FAMU football on the defense side of the ball, it'll be an easy game for us. But their but their bottom their bottom in, in a swag is is kind of a it doesn't really show when yeah, you see when you see how they how play. They play. Facts. Because they have spurts when they have drives. Because their defense makes a lot of stops. So they have long drives that will lead them into touchdowns. A lot of their games have been one decision games. Yeah. Yep. That's how they went and lost their games. We were the only one that really like blew them out the water in the swag. So that that doesn't show a testament to what type of team that they really are. But don't I, again, I'm gonna say it again. Don't sleep on don't sleep on them. Absolutely not. Because if we sleep on them, we won't be going to the celebration bowl. So I have a question, country. You said most of their games were one score games. So and you said our game was the only game that was pretty much a blowout. So in why do you swag. think we blow them? Why do you think we blew them out in the swag? We control the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Okay. And time of Possession, really controlled that. I think that very game was also drives. Yeah, we were very physical again, again at the line of scrimmage and controlling the drive. We we out physical them. Um, I think across the board because Prairie Prairie View is a team is a type of team that if you let them stay in the game, they will win the game. But mm. if you if you see what we did the entire game, we never gave them a chance to even win the game. Like it was never it was not even close from start to finish. This that is was, my thing. Go ahead. I think everything that y'all said was right for sure to an extent i think just the, the formula to winning this game is to just play the ball that we just been playing all year now now let me tell you where family's gonna get into trouble just a little bit you know how like kind of we start out sluggish we don't really have the offense rolling and then we kind of pick it up towards halftime and then we just come out and steamroll them in the second half see that's my problem and i don't think we can play like that because of the games that you just said like they did have some close games preview that is mm -hmm. like they had out of all the games they played they had three close games uh that was against Alcorn. That was against Alabama State. Even Texas Southern. Yeah, Texas Southern was also a close Southern. one too. And then, of course, Southern too. So, you know, they're they're definitely capable of coming into this game, giving us a little bit of a run of our money. But I really don't see us losing this game. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm sleep on them, but I'm also not betting against us either, you know? 
Like we we blew him out forty five to seven. That just doesn't happen on like on accident. Right, but that was the only time all season that we played a complete game. Because mm-hmm. you remember we a tell of two halves when it comes to our football right. team. That game right there from start to finish, it was not even close. But again, if we let them stay in the game, as you as we all seen, Alcorn seen it the same way. If you let them stay in the game, they will find a way to win. They are that team that you know you're not supposed to be here, but if they get there, it's a little problem. I get that, but I also think like we're also a team that has evolved, especially from like earlier in the season, and it shows through like our play. Like I like I'll admit, like we've had some games where I've kind of looked at us a little bit sideways, and I've just kind of been like, all right, like what's going on, bro? Because the talent on paper does not equate to the play that we, we were seeing in the beginning of the season. However, I think our team's evolved a little bit i think our team has gotten out of that mindset of just like hey we're just gonna go out and do whatever we're not gonna dominate and i think after that homecoming game especially yeah, we we, we just the set right the tone yeah, yeah we like like we got hot at the right time um a lot of as i like a lot of people say so you know i i think we've evolved as a team so i really do expect us to go out there and put 30 plus on them i agree with keepy homecoming was the biggest game of the year for the rattlers and i think this white championship is twice as big of a game so i think my prediction i think we're gonna shut him out i think we're gonna put 30 plus on him and i think we're gonna shut him out it's hard to that's beat, a bold statement man. it's hard statement. to beat a team twice it now definitely so yes i would say honestly if i gave a score prediction i would think you'd be 27 mm-hmm. to 14. I, I was gonna go like 20 to 14. Yeah. I, I was i was thinking more the last like 30 to like 13. yeah that's true too yeah. but i'll just, probably just say how hard it is to beat a team twice you know, I do agree with you, Jeff. It is hard to beat a team twice, but I also know that we just outmatch them in every category you could think so, of, from so the defensive side, the offensive side. And I'm going to let you ask your question, but I think the score prediction, like, I just say 35-7. I'll give them 10. That, that's, what, that's, them 10. that's what I was about to get to you, too, because it's like, if you look at Prairie View when they play, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't let, if they if they have to be one-dimensional offensively, that's ball game. Yeah, like, like I, I'm so glad you said that, because we're going to take away the run game. Of course. Our secondary is probably our weakest link. And even and even then, our secondary is pretty good when it comes to swag competition. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to beat us on the ground, we're going to make you beat us in the air. In our, in our stronger suit. And that's not happening. And, and, what's, and what's Fairview problem is they get spark plays. Mm-hmm. That's how they, that's why that's why you see that they're winning their games. They get spark plays. Like they can get a 40-yard play here. And then, you know, penalties keep their drives alive. And they just keep getting little methodical drives to help them stay in the game. And they make it look like how they bottom 10, but they scoring like 20. 30 points a game if you see it they only get like 150 yards a game yeah and it's and it's just off of straight spark plays and turnovers teams keep turning the ball over against purview when you don't turn the ball over against them they're not in the game look at their losses compared to their wins yeah no they 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 have some they have some bad losses embarrassing 69 to zero yeah yeah <laughs> but that was that that's like a i, I think that was like a money game kind of like how I like, mean, we, we had a money like, game and only lost by 10. that is true <laughs> but we're also better than them that is true too but so yeah yeah i'm looking at their losses acu 45 16 smu 69 zero i don't even know this school acu 30 to zero houston yeah that's okay no holy it's holy cross or houston christian it's houston that one was houston christian okay Okay, okay. Yeah, so, you know, they have some bad losses. And then they lost the Division II schools, too. Yeah. This game won't be close. I don't think this game is going to be close whatsoever, period. It'll be a shutout. And if this game is close, then I was right all along about FAMU. Like we 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 don't deserve to go to the FCS playoffs. We nah. we are right where we should be. <laughs> this is I think this is gonna be a statement game from Jeremy Mosa, a statement game from Willie Simmons, and a statement game from the defense. Why why is it so much of a statement game when it's a team that we're supposed to? Be? Right, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But a statement game will be celebration ball. Yeah, but if we're, in, if we're in here questioning, saying that we need to, who is we? Ain't nobody question nothing. Jeff said it's hard to beat a team twice. That's, that's that the only thing I said, though. I mean, I mean that, that is actually that's, that's that's a common right. fact. You're right. That is a fact. FAMU is by far and away the best football team in the SWAT. So nobody denied that. You're right, but I don't think they're. And you said it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a close game. I mean, We're going to consider 27 to 14 a close game. I mean, it depends on what type of 23 to 27 to 14. Like, how to look like. 14 to 20, like the whole entire game, and we just scored a last second touchdown to, like, go by 
double digits or it was tw- it was 27 to nothing the whole entire game. I think they and, score late. Yeah. yeah. And then B team just come and get right. two right. touchdowns. <laughs> it's it's going to be a blow. Yeah, no, nah, but I but you said it was going to be a statement win. Do you mean a signature win or a statement win? A statement win. I don't think so because we already whooped them. <laughs> like we just we this, really got to prove much. We, yeah. we just stat like we, like I, I feel like this game at this point is a stat pattern. It, it, <laughs> like right, I right. like I'm confident that the whole athletic department whoever whoever's over PR and media, they already got the celebration bowl graphic made. They already got the XYZ Have you score seen on Twitter like made. FAMU fans like, have already bought their tickets in hotel rooms for Atlanta. Like, like yeah. come on. Like like Prairie View knows. If anything, this is a statement game for, for them. them. That's for what them. I was trying to get at. Hey, they they coming down here again. They coming down here, they be like, dang, like, you gotta play these guys again. They already know what's going on. What's so crazy so, is though, after after we after we beat them at homecoming, I had bumped in one of the guys that uh, played for Purview. He was like, we're gonna see y'all again in uh, December. I'm like, bro, y'all not gonna meet, y'all not even gonna make it. Like, look at y'all. At the time, they was in the four, they was four. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like, how you gonna talk all that and y'all number four? But then I'm looking at like, oh, they actually coming back. I thought we was gonna play Alcorn. Yeah, I did think we was gonna play That's Alcorn. That's why I thought we was playing it. And it just didn't shake up like that. So it was either Alcorn or Grambling State, and I don't know where Purdue came back from. Yeah, that 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 the way the the way the West ended up being at the end of the season was ridiculous. Uh, you know what I you know what I think it was? I think it was that head to head matchup between Prairie View and Al- Alcorn earlier in the season. That's what it was because nah, it Prairie was. View because Prairie View beat them by and three. Alcorn lost to somebody. They uh, lost to Tuck Seven. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. That was what it was. But nonetheless, this should be an exciting matchup. I, I really am excited to see. I mean, we're we going to win regardless. But, you know, time will tell. Uh, the guys, we all going to be out there. So Most definitely. We're going we gonna to see firsthand. And you, what, you know, what the band going to be live, too. Exactly. They, they got to play my thing. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> One more time, y'all. Dun, dun. Hey, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> yes, sir, man. But we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to talk about FAMU women's basketball. We're going to talk about their first win of the season versus Jacksonville University. Uh, guys, I just want to know what your thoughts are on this win uh they were struggling a little bit they played a lot of power five schools in the beginning of the season they were able to get their first win against a good d1 team in jacksonville university and so what are your guys thoughts on the team moving forward congratulations number one on the win absolutely also shout out to nashina gilbert 15 points i mean she's a hustle player outside of just the points like she's the dirty player do all the dirty work rebound assist like it's not the type of basketball you would want to watch but it's great basketball that you have to put on the floor each and every time you play a basketball game. They did good. I would like to see a little bit more from the bench. That's a little bit more points and a little bit more rebounds and assists. But other than that, I mean, great game. Build upon that, honestly. Uh, Yeah, I agree with Jeff. It was a great game. I was actually at the game. Uh, Ariana had her best game of the season. And she's actually having a career year, putting up almost 14 points a game, shooting 40% from the field and 33% from three. All career highs across the board. So I think this is just a win that the team can build on moving forward and heading into swag play in January. Absolutely. I feel like Coach Gordon is, is obviously a huge congratulations getting her first win with the program. Um, so like you said, just something to build on. I think they have another good tune-up game in December. Got Sam Houston. So yeah, most definitely good congratulations, Coach Gordon. But Gilbert played 40 minutes that entire game. She played the whole game and still kept giving out effort plays after effort plays. She's that type of player you need yeah. on the floor. And speaking of Coach and when speaking of Coach Bridget, she kept saying the same thing. She said, look out for her. She she is my favorite player. She said she goes out and gets it. Like, like regardless of what you ask her to do, she could be having a bad game and she'll still be giving out effort on the, on the field. And it showed on, on uh, what, when was that? Saturday when they played. They got their first win. I think I had a little something to do with that. I brought the food for Thanksgiving, but that's not. That's not <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the food. Bro, shout out to the food. Shout out to the food. Come on, bro. Now, also to add to that, she went three for four from three. Yeah. So, I mean. And it was and it was a good morality boost for the girls, too, to see that they starting to buy into what Coach Bridget is, to, is been telling and now we hopefully we see more and more of these wins i got nothing to say i mean you know this first and foremost congratulations to the ladies they're doing way better than they were doing last year i think last year they started out 0 and 6 or 0 and 7 or something like that so this fact they got this win early on and i'm not even gonna hold their schedule against them so really they want to know for real because play middle tennessee then they play florida then they played cal like, I don't think any of us in here expected them to win any of those games. They put up a fight with Cal, though. They did put up a fight with Cal until, until, until the second half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the second half, it, it, was the, it was the rebound. It was the rebound. That, that second chance happened. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she had about, like, what, 19 rebounds, and 11 of them was offensive? Yep. Yep. 
She did. But, you know, they got a pretty tough stretch going on. Uh, well, not really because they got Sam Houston. That's a winnable game. They have the University of Houston. I think that's going to be an L. Uh, South Alabama, that's a chance for another win. And then Detroit Mercy, which is another small school up in Michigan. Um, and then they'll finish their Michigan roundabout by playing the University of Michigan. So these ladies got a tough stretch, but they're playing better than I've seen them play my entire time here. And I think it just all starts from the top with the changing culture of what coach has brought to the team. Like at media day, I was able to get a good gist of like her personality and like she really has like a winning type of attitude. Yeah, cause yeah. they actually care. Like you can see the passion yeah. on the court. Like yeah. the effort, it's not like, oh, I made a turn. Let me let me just jog back. No, they're sprinting back. Now if only it's we just... could get the men's to do that. <laughs> yeah. If only we can. Uh... I mean the men, they they did good against Oregon. Let's let's get credit where credit is due. Let's if, if if they didn't have that nine point swing, then yeah, that, I think that, it's different. That, that nine point swing really turned the game. Over. I, I think it's different. Cause you, the game was so it was neck to neck the entire game. That nine point swing, one that shouldn't even happen. Like that was a pity. That's something you just you just you, can't do. You can't do. And then then you allow the offensive rebound. They get it back, shoot a three, cash. Now you down six. Then you go from six to now you down nine. You score on the other end. They come back, they score two more threes, and it's like you never recover from that. When we look at the offense, the offense is it's starting to pick up just a little bit more, from especially from what we've seen against Oregon. If we keep that same level of play, I believe we will be a problem in, in, a, in a swap. Not, not even that level of play. I would say the rotation. That, that was a great rotation by Coach. I will give him credit where credit is due. I mean, having put in the right guys in the right scenarios in the right moment in the right time hey it's winnable games i mean couldn't win that one but at least you can see what the team could put out there on the floor especially, especially you playing against five and four stars and you, and you took them to the wire that's very impressive absolutely um i think fam you first of all if anybody who plays basketball you know that you have a couple possessions like what happened to us and against oregon that's very deflating so that just kills the morale who, of the team who, right there who knows how the team you know felt in the timeout after there after that nine point swing so that just kills the morale like Jeff said, but I think after watching that Oregon game, we have two pillars on our team that can help us get to the swag. Straight bucks. Yeah, get to the straight swag tournament. Keith Lamar and KJ Parker, they both had 18 yeah. points mm -hmm. respectively like in the game. Both shot 50% from the three-point line as well. They were struggling, not not them too specifically, but the team was struggling from three and rebounding in those first three, four um, non-conference games. So seeing them compete against Oregon with a guy like Kwame Evans on the other side and obviously a bunch of other four and five-star prospects, it was actually really um, pleasing to see from the team. So if they can just keep that up, I think we be a very formidable team in the swag. I agree. And, and coach speak a lot about uh about Shannon Grant. They uh their uh, transfer from I believe Mercer, Georgia, 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 Georgia Mercer. Yeah, yeah, he went to Mercer College. Coach speaks very highly of him. And we at the Oregon game, we've seen he is their big body bruiser. He he was giving he was giving them Oregon centers a problem. They had issues like even when it came to the rebounding, the rebounding they Oregon beaters out rebounders by one possession. And that one possession was that offensive rebound that they got at the free throw line. That changed the whole entire day and then we get the game. But he when when like Coach said, when he comes out to play, we're gonna be a problem in the sweat. And I'm realizing this, even though obviously I played basketball growing up, but I'm realizing it now, watching the game from a different perspective. Rebounding, if you can't rebound your opponent, if you can't out rebound your opponent, it's gonna get exposed. It, 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 exactly. And you better be able to score the ball at a high level. And we did that on uh what Monday. we we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them rebounding the ball and we, you know, kept up scoring to a certain extent. So if we just continue that, obviously against SWAC, you know, opponents who are at a lesser level than Oregon, it'll be, we'll be all right. I know people probably see the scoreboard and say like, bro, y'all lost by 13. We're like, what are you talking about? That nine point that, swing makes bro, up that 13 yeah, right there. That, that, that game? was not as close as it was not as uh spread out as people thought it was it was very very close we we had a, a over and under spread <laughs> and the over and under was 50. we thought fam was gonna lose about 50. <laughs> <laughs> we wasn't supposed to talk about that hey, <laughs> hey that's, that's disrespectful listen listen all i'm gonna say is i'm not gonna say no names but guess what a lot of people had the over and a lot of people did not, <laughs> did not <laughs> Ooh, I mean, tomorrow's game against yeah. Albany State. This is a very winnable game. Yeah, very winnable. I think it's a we need will win. To win. If, if we don't if win we that, don't win that game, just call the season over. Just call, just <laughs> call the season. Crazy. Call the season. We're crazy. It doesn't get that much easier than a D two team. That a bottom tier D two team at that. They ESPN has us by when it when a percentage by ninety six percent. Really? Yeah. Get no much better than that. Shoot. No, I think that's the only game that we are favored to win. 
all season. You, you know, you get that one, and then you got at Presbyterian, and then you have Lamont and Oyen. Yeah, Lamont. Three games. Yeah, Lamont, oh, I say three game win streak. Hey, come on, <laughs> make it happen. Let's make it happen. And make it happen. And then after those, and then after those three games, we play Iowa. Y'all think we could upset? If we play like we did, we working. Yes. But yes. the thing, but the thing about Iowa though, Iowa's a rebounding team. They 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 live and die and breed off of offensive boards, and that was one of the FAMU's biggest struggles to start the season. But if like like you said, if they play how they play, if they rebound how they rebound against against Oregon, we could give Iowa some go because Iowa's not really a. Sh- uh, you know what? I take that back. They shoot. They do shoot a lot of threes. We get South Carolina run for their money too. They barely beat VMI. I don't know who that is. All right, but. All right, all right. Now you now you kind of going a little bit. Too what far. you mean? So, <laughs> we give them a run for their money too. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But like Coach Bridges said, rebound isn't. It's, it's not really a skill. It's more about effort. Effort and heart. And effort and heart. Like w- w- if you're not willing to go out there and actually go and put your body on the line, box somebody out, yeah, you just you don't really want to win the game for real. Indeed, fellas. But look, we gonna keep on praying. And keep on watching our lady rattlers and our men rattlers as well. We're gonna go to the professional aspect of basketball, though, fellas. We're gonna talk about a little something a little dicey, but uh, we're gonna just start off by just ripping the bandage off. So, NBA player Josh Giddy. For those of you guys who don't know who Josh Giddy is, he is an Australian basketball player that plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. There have been some very shocking, very disturbing allegations out about him having relations with a minor. Now, what we do know is that there was somebody that came forward, posted these pictures, the girl that is, uh, she appears to be 15. Um, it says that she's been having a relationship with Giddy for the past year. So guys, what are your thoughts? And then we're going to talk about something interesting too, because I've been meaning to talk about it too, but what are y'all thoughts? I'll kick it off. I think honestly, it's disappointing to see Josh Giddy, which I looked at him as like a great basketball player and just a guy that, yeah, he's great. He's great in certain aspects. Yes, he is. Like I was saying though, before Trim interrupted me, um, it was just very disturbing to see videos of him saying ugly things. And also, I don't think she could be a minor, but also there was a video that came out that she was in a club, in a club. Yeah. with Josh Giddy. So it's like, it's very a toss up for me. But if it is true, it's very sad to see that. So I'm going to ask y'all this, right? Because we all grown adults here. Some of us, but yeah, when you some. go when you go to the club and Sorry, a lot of clubs Sorry, that you Jay. go to is it's twenty one and over. Yeah. So if you see if you see a girl at the club and it's twenty one and over, are you really asking her her age? I see what you're saying. I'm not like I'm not saying what he I'm not in no shape or form saying what he did was right, but it's it's like but it makes you think like if she got think, in like okay she has to be twenty one. Right. See what you're saying. So now so now who who we should be also blaming the people that let her in. Right. Yeah. Like the security is no it's no reason why. I feel 15 year old should be at a nightclub where like where her parents at (laughs) (laughs) that was my question the entire time where where are her parents bro i have no idea what is going on i I don't even there's there's some common long stuff right here this is just like it just it just came out so random i've read like so many different reports it was like at 3 a.m he was trending on twitter bro literally like i thought it was a joke at first jeffrey i remember when you sent it to me yeah ain't this your man i'm like Bro, I woke up. I was yeah, like, he, "Whoa!" He's like, like, "Y'all hear the Josh Giddy story?" Hey, hey, country, what's going on with your man? I'm like, "Yeah, cause you a Thunder fan, so I, I gotta hear what you think." But I ain't even know nothing about it. Like, I was just like, "Bro, come on, Josh!" Like, really? He out here sending snaps to I think the girl he's dating, brother, saying like, "Yeah, I love your sister," and this, then the third is like, "Bro, what's going on?" That's how I see. But what I'll say is like, there's been a lot of like different viewpoints on this. Some people think he is just a horrible guy but as journalists we can only go off what we know and what we see mm-hmm. and so there's been a lot of controversy with one particular journalist who is the host of nba today by the name of malika andrews who has not reported absolutely nothing on this situation now those of you who don't know about malika andrews and why i'm bringing this up malika andrews is notoriously known for being very overcritical of African-Americans within the sports industry, i.e. Ime Udoka, uh, Stephen A. Smith, uh, a lot of other prominent figures within the sports uh, world. What's the name from Alabama too? Uh, Brandon, Brandon Miller? Yes, Brandon, yeah, Miller, Brandon yeah. Miller, yeah. Brandon Miller, especially, uh, Brandon it was on his draft day too. Yeah, Brandon gun, Miller, Brandon Miller even a, yeah, but so far she, like she hasn't been, said nothing. Had not said nothing when it came to uh, John Moran. She, no, she brought, it, she brought it up, but she was just very light, like how we are right now, just saying like what's been said. She hasn't said like her own thoughts on it like she has with previous incidents this is my thing the allegations of these other guys 
Ime Adoka, Brandon Miller, even Stephen A when he clapped back at her on his show. You compare it to a situation like this, and this is potentially somebody that's been having relations with a minor for over a year. Cause that's what the report, that's what the reports are saying. Mm -hmm. They said the Thunder have known for over a year that he's had relations with his minor. They just, just not. They didn't know that she was uh, underage. Yeah, because she didn't came to the game. Right. But it wasn't a problem to them. So my thing is, if you're gonna have that energy with something as you know simple as a head coach having consensual relations with a coworker within the Boston Celtics staff at the time, why are you not having the same energy there? Now I get what you said, Jeff. Like it's not much to go off, but she hasn't mentioned it once. So I know. No, she did. She did. She did. Previous show. Yes, she it did. said yeah, what? But just it, basically what we're doing right now. She didn't go in depth, like you know, because there's not really much going depth yet. But once the, there is stuff to go in depth, we'll see what it's really is says. That, is that not the same thing with Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller exactly. thing was was, was never was not, never confirmed. Right. That was draft exactly. night. On his draft night, on the, on the man's most important day, the first thing you bring up was, yeah. So how are teams in the NBA looking at him, knowing that he was he was potentially involved in a shooting that occurred with two of his other teammates? So I'm gonna read something that Des Bryant said. Yeah, he's a leader. He added Malik Andrews, and he said, "You went out your way to crucify Brandon Miller on draft day over something he didn't even do. Why haven't you said nothing about Josh Giddy? It's just like you know, people are kind of feeling like the same way that, that you know that some people, even like myself, feel. I just kind of, I was kind of. I was kind of shocked. I ain't. She wasn't the first person to say something, cause, cause this is a serious offense. You know, you know what really is kind of like against who is like, why are you so hard on the black players? But when it comes to other players, of you just you don't criticize them as much, or you don't even want to speak on it. It's like it's real dicey. Cause you can you can make the excuse and you can say you don't know too much about the situation, but at the same time, it's your job. Have you done it? And you done so, it before so, when you did know she, the information. She, she she did. I'm sure she did a lot of extensive research on Brandon Miller, or really she she really didn't, cause she didn't even he didn't even do it. But extensive knowledge on Ime Adoka, uh, John Morant, and I'm just like you know I was just kind of shocked too. I was just you know I, I I watch NBA today, like I actually watch that show faithfully. So you know the fact that I haven't seen her go as in depth as on this on a lot of things. When this is a serious offense, I mean, this is a little bit dicey. You know, she's been she's been reported to just be kind of biased towards African Americans for a while now. You know, it doesn't really shock me that she's not really going as hard for this as possible. But you know, it's just sad to see. In journalism, you're supposed to be unbiased, no matter your race, no matter what skin color, anything like that. All right, guys. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about my team, Trans team. team. Yes, yeah, sir. We're gonna talk about the second best team in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about the team that defeated the NBA champions. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about the team that defeated arguably the best team in the East. A team that has made the Eastern Conference Finals for the last five years. A team that was just in the NBA Finals two seasons ago. Uh -huh. A team that uh, paid somebody $300 million to be their second best player. Who cannot go left with uh, the ball. Absolutely. <laughs> We gonna talk about the Orlando Magic, man. Now, I don't have to do no research. I don't have to do no stats. I know everything there is to know about my team. Talk to me, Kiwi. So let's 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 just backtrack because I want to make Jeff eat his words. These guys here, these guys, y'all in the whoa, studio, whoa, 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 my friends, whoa, whoa, whoa. my friends, including Jeff. Take me out of that one. I ain't never say nothing bad about the Magic. I, I, I always talk about the Houston Rockets. I troll, but listen, no, I don't no, give no, credit no, no, where no, credit don't, is don't due. Backtrack, don't no, backtrack. No, I troll. He's so serious. He's I troll, serious. but I give credit where credit is due. Look, all jokes aside, man. I give look, credit where credit is due. The Magic have been hot. There's there's no regarding that. They, they've had five losses, 12 wins. This is our best start, start in 10 years. Yeah. I was like years. maybe I was eight sixth years grade, old. sixth grade, I was maybe elementary 10. at that. I was 10 years old the last time we've had a start like this. It's just so refreshing to see. Now, I'm not a Magic fan that is going to go overboard and say we're 100% locked in, top six seed, <clears throat> because we're not 20 games in yet, so we can't say that. But look, mm -hmm. the question is how long can the Magic stay hot? Now, you look at the next couple of games, got a pretty nice stretch. You know, you know, you know, we're, they're getting blessed a little bit because because they got the Wizards coming up tomorrow. They got the Wizards coming up on Friday. They got the Brooklyn Nets, who haven't really been that good of a team the past over the stretch of like four games. And we're riding a seven-game win streak. But then, but then y'all got that For sure. stretch with the Cavs. So I ain't worried. Now, 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 let me tell you. Now, let me tell you where it's gonna get a little bit dicey once we once we start playing the Celtics again, because we gotta go to Boston. At Boston twice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll get dicey for y'all when it starts like Christmas time. We're gonna really see not even just the Magic, I, I, but for everybody who is really. 
really the competitors and right. who's really the pretenders of this NBA season. I completely season. agree. But you know what I will say? I'm just so proud. You know what I'm saying? All I can do as a fan is be happy when my team is winning and when we losing, kind of criticize and be like, what can we do wrong? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think we can all agree about that with our prospective teams. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like I said, my expectation for this season was for us to go to the play-in. That was my expectation mm -hmm. because we missed the play-in last season Has by five changed? games. It hasn't changed because I'm not going to get ahead of myself because if you want to, if, if, if they're playing like this still in January, oh, now my now my perspective has changed. Mike, is it changed? Absolutely. So as the season goes on. Okay. No, no, listen. You got to listen. <laughs> okay. Let him cook, man. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. You got to listen, though. So as the season goes on as a basketball player, you know, Jeff, you've started season where like, okay, yeah, we might be trash, but you know, you keep going throughout the season, you start winning some games, right? And you're actually winning convincingly. You're beating some of the top teams, right? Mm-hmm. And as you're beating teams, you look in, you know, the box. You look at the box score, you look at the stats, you say, okay, yeah, we're a top three defensive team. Now I was just doing my research that um in the last five years, there has been one team that's been a top that's been top three in defensive rating that hasn't won 50 games. And it was the Indiana Pacers in 2018-19. So am I saying that we're gonna win 50 games? I'm not saying that. But if I look at the numbers and the research, it uh, looks like we're in pretty good position yeah, to do that. Say it's a possibility because so, the, the ease is pretty weak. And um, I've, I've heard a lot six. of people say, I've heard a lot of people say, okay, yeah, you beat the Bucks without Damian Lillard. You beat the Celtics without Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, if you look at the Magic roster, we're down Markel Fultz, our starting point guard. We're down Wendell Carter Jr., our starting center. Our two best players are not even playing like our two best players. And let's be real. Like, our bench players have really been the reason why we've been cooking. So, like, Mo, yeah, Mo. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't fly. Like, our bench, our bench, bench literally has the second most points like right now we have league. we have a top five bench we're second in bench points we're second in bench three point percentage i think we're top and, five in bench plus minus and we're second in defensive efficiency absolutely they can't score there's people no, can't score there's no drop off when we have our starters to our bench players because we have Markel Fultz went out he played about five games anthony black was inserted from a third string player who wasn't getting, who wasn't even getting minutes now he's a starter and he's giving us valuable minutes a great defender great cutter great, great player off the ball goga batate a year and a half ago Goga Pataze wasn't on an NFL, I mean an NBA roster. Now he's a starting center, putting up multiple five block games, multiple three block games. Another thing is that's a testament to our coaching and our staff. In the offseason, we want it to be one of the best games in the NBA. After last year, and you're we, third. You're right. right. And last year, after um, we started five and twenty, we went twenty-nine and twenty-eight, and we finished second. I mean, not second, sixteenth in uh, defensive rating. Now we're top three. We're reaping the benefits. We're the fourth youngest team of in like our hard this, work. This is my only. This is my only to the magic. This is my only only flaw to the magic. It's just hopefully I can shoot better as far as field goal percentage. That's my only flaw. That's it. Everything else is great. I can't say anything about anything else. Everything else is great. And also, we're going to really see if y'all really like that when it comes from Christmas to February. That's kind of the stretch that where... Yeah, that's the stretch. That's the that's the stretch. That's the hard stretch that some teams can't get over the hump yet. So, so we're going to really see. So like I'm saying, like, I'm not getting ahead of myself. You know, we got a pretty easy stretch these next, like, couple games. It's going to get real dicey around Christmas, like it was stated earlier. But it's a great time to be a Magic fan, especially when you're on the winning side of things because yeah. I, I can't say no. Last season, I wanted to rip my hair out my head because we were 6, 5, and 20. So it's like, you know, it feels good, man. I just want the NBA to start respecting us, giving us that coverage that we deserve. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing on Bally Sports. Yeah. I've seen enough. <laughs> the Bally NBA, Sports Warriors. Oh, it's coming, though. The NBA gave Victor and Minyama 10-plus national TV games, and they're, what, like 3 and 12, 3 and yeah, 13? Yeah, on the bottom tier of the standings. We yeah. had the rookie of the year, and they gave us one national television game in February. Disrespectful. And we had the, and now he was just named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. First of many. Hey, hey, at least y'all got a national television game. We only got two, and we already had our two national television. What do you think? OKC. Oh. We play y'all in February on TNT. Yes, sir. Oh, so we got one more. Yes. But L. I'm just I'm just happy that my team is doing good. We was looking like we was loading on draft picks. Now Shaq is looking like a true like a true contender for rookie of the year. He definitely but, is. But, we, but it's still gonna go to Wimby. Not gonna lie. And SGA is looking like a perennial all-star. Again, an all-star starter. Yeah, that boy's a walking bucket. I can't even lie to y'all. But it's just unfortunate that we got this out these allegations coming up to the team, but all right, man. Well, we're going to see. Shout out to the Magic. Keep doing y'all thing, fellas. Go but um, we're going to talk to the NFL. We're going to talk about these dirty birds, man. They, 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 I hate to say it. If Brian and Tristan were here, they wouldn't shut up about it. But but I'm here. The dirty birds but are I'm the here. best team in the NFL, statistically. <laughs> um, now, don't say statistically. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I, I you know, Jeff in the booth. So, you know, I got to, you know, I, I got to, I got to, I got to. And that's not going to humble me. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, they're the best team in the NFL right now. They're 10 and 1. Uh, 
the biggest game arguably of their gauntlet matchups this season is going to be this bang, week. Bang, Niner gang. It's going to be this week against yes. the Niners, who is arguably also the second best team or the best team in the league. The third best team in the what? In the, uh, in okay, the, but it's not y'all time yet. Okay. It's the big boys. So, big my boys question to y'all fellas is who do you have winning this game and why? Country, I'm going to let you start off from here. Oh, between say. the Niners and the, and, the full, and, the, uh, and the Eagles? Yes, sir. Uh, I, part of me want to say the Eagles, but the reason why I'm not going to say the Eagles is because the 49ers aren't like the other teams that the Eagles have played all season. Mm, yes. So when it comes, when it comes, nah, because you gotta look at the like Chiefs this. game was a pretty good showing of what this Eagles team. But the Chiefs, do. but the Chiefs lack receiver death. Yeah, and that's, that's literally and the only that's, reason why they that's lost. the reason why they lost. And that's what we got. And the problem with the Eagles, right? The reason why statistically, like you can say they the best team because their record is shown that they the best team. They have been able to pull out a lot of their close games. And if you look at their rec- if you look at their games, a lot of their games came by one score games. And with the 49ers, the 49ers thrive in those type of games. Like you're not gonna get the same mistakes that you got from the Buffalo Bills. Preach to me. Grant, Come on, country. Granted, Josh Allen played a, a hell of a game. Like, that's the first time I seen, you know what, Josh Allen played so good since that game against Patrick Mahomes. But, unfortunately, he didn't, he met, he messed up on that throw, cost him the game. Mm-hmm. They went down, and they scored. Now, we talking about this 49ers defense. By far, the, the first, the best defense that the Eagles will play all season. Come on, preach, the country. The Eagles defense has been their Achilles heel. It's preach, been country. their issue. They have allowed 500 yards in the past three straight games. Hey, country, listen. And I'm they not taking still no, won? I'm not taking no Eagles defense serious when you let Sam Howell throw over 300 on you. I even forgot about <laughs> Sam Howell. I'm Sam Howell's been doing that on everybody, though. Not no, us. No, 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 no. Sam Howell's been not doing us. it on everybody that has, when they have been getting blown out yeah like his his a lot of his yards that came through garbage yards but when it came to the eagles he was going toe for toe with, with Jalen Hurts, Hurts. defense so at, at a point in time it looked like washington was about to win the game facts i believe they was either up 14 to 3 or 21 to 3 but did they win they did not i'm not i'm not saying but the eagles if they gonna keep making that mistake if they go against the 49ers that's gonna be the wrong team to do that against and what? the eagles have been down a lot in their games they've been down in the past three games that they played they have been down by double digits that have did they win all those games they did okay but they, but all those teams are not the 49ers who are complete who who are one complete. of the three complete football teams in the NFL. Hey, so, Country so. to add on to that, listen, they the Eagles better hope that offensive line is healthy because if not, it's going to get ugly really quick. When he runs, when he when he steps back, and drop the pass, it's going to get ugly quick because you got Chase Young coming, you got Nick Bosa, you got Eric Armstead, you got Ken Law, you got Hargrave coming all at your face. That defense is so scared. You got it all coming <laughs> at your face. And, and then you then you got then don't forget about the linebacker unit. For, oh, you know I didn't forget about that. Great <laughs> linebacker unit. Great linebacker. Don't don't forget. I'm telling you, if he but, gets out that box, Fred Warner is on him so quick. This my thing. He better slide. This is my thing. I think both teams are excellent teams right now. And that's really hard for me to say because so they both put a beating on my team. I think both teams are excellent teams. Now, my thing is, how can y'all, like, like can you just, wh- how can you justify that three-game stretch where they were 0-3? They lost to the Vikings, they lost to the Bengals, to and they lost we to didn't, We didn't yeah. have Trent Williams, and we didn't have uh, Debo Samuel. Debo. And we're a whole different team with them too. Yeah, we're a whole different team. I don't feel as though, like, y'all should even have lost three straight. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Because, like, listen, the Browns, we lost because we, we just wasn't playing well. I give them that. Vikings, there's no excuse. We played down our competition in show. That's no excuse. It's no excuse. The Bengals, they was hot during that time. I can't. I, th- can't I really, think. I think the issue. Really the issue with the only, so the only, that's my thing, y'all. Just like how the Eagles have an Achilles heel, y'all have one too. Who? Which is what? Injuries? I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm gonna like, say. I'm a, I'm a I would say, say it was injuries. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I mean, even though it's, it's a combination, Cleveland and Minnesota, that's a combination of what? what a so I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say without being disrespectful, it's Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's number one QBR. Next excuse. Okay, so this is my thing. Please. Excuse. I, I think I think when it comes to Achilles heels and like what makes a team beatable, it, it just depends on the week. Now any given week on a Sunday, you can get whooped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For example, the Vikings beat y'all. <laughs> Correct. I'm not denying that. I know for sure I was not going into that game or like that Sunday thinking the Vikings were gonna beat y'all. But it can happen because this is just the NFL. Anything can happen. Why that game was so my thing is the key to y'all victory is just can y'all match up well with them on on any given night? Can y'all match we up can. with them that day? I've been waiting for this in January 27th. Is your defense, is your defense I promise going you, I've been to be able to withstand that? Yes. We got Mooney Ward locking up. He just locked up DK. 
what was it like eight six targets one reception for 14 yards DK i promise i'm not worried i'm not gonna I, dk lie. been mid all year i'm not worried that's not a flex to lie. yeah because like, dk been mid what? all year dk's built just like no, ak no 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 not, not ak aj he, he built just like he aj been, but he, he don't play like exactly AJ. he been mid all year he's actually bigger <laughs> and than i know because he's my fantasy wide receiver that boy been putting Bro, up barely I'm seven points i'm telling you we could go toe for toe for the eagles it's just we just got to get to Jalen. if that if that offensive line is healthy it's gonna it might be a little bit hard from time to time but we're gonna get there now, right now we gonna see man and we gonna win we is going to see uh like i said from my game pick i personally it could go either or so i'm not gonna say i have a definitive answer because both of these teams are good to me in my opinion both of these teams have a lot of strengths and a few weaknesses but that every nfl team does that so i don't know but what do y'all think who's winning niners, not you jeffrey not niners. you jeffrey <laughs> i'll give you a score though it'd be like 28 28 24 what about you i got the niners uh most Thank you. Of, most of my points came from what country already said i feel like uh recently especially for the eagles they've been coming from behind the last few games that's not the 49ers are a team you can come from behind uh and beat so and the 49ers have looked dominant in the last three games i think again having trent williams back and having Debo, Debo samuels. samuels back it changes the, the, uh, the offense completely so yeah I, I got 49ers number one qbr ladies uh, i got the eagles watch why? Uh, I'm just looking at the quarterbacks, and I think I've seen Jalen Hurts elevate in the biggest moments, and I haven't seen Brock Purdy elevate in the biggest moments. So I'm going to trust the guy I've actually seen do it. Okay, so before Week 12 even happened, both quarterbacks entered in, Brock Purdy entered in with 18 touchdowns and five interceptions with a passing rate of 115.1. Jalen Hurts entered 15 touchdowns and nine interceptions with a 94.8 QBR. And he's quote unquote top five quarterback in the league. And Brock Purdy's a system quarterback. Let that sink in. I mean, but if you got if you if your no. offense is predicated towards your receivers being open and you don't have to fit fit the ball into tight spaces, you, they have AJ and Devontae. Brock Smith, Purdy bro. is considered a what? system quarterback because we've seen Jimmy G play quarterback in the same spot. And Brock Purdy. You can't you can't compare Jimmy games. G and Brock Purdy. Why can't, no, why you can't, can't you? Why can't Jimmy G took you out to the Super Bowl? Exactly. The defense took Brock us to the Super Bowl. Brock hasn't what done so that what, yet. So what is the, the defense, defense took us Brock to the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Took us to Super Brock Bowl. hasn't done that yet. We've seen Jalen go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes, though for 300 yards, and he lost. You're, Next. you're absolutely right. But he and they there. also and they also won because we didn't have a quarterback. He's we had Chris there. McCaffrey under center. He's been there though. We had Chris McCaffrey under He's center. Been there. We had Chris McCaffrey under center. That's why they got there. He's been Next, there. what'd you say, country? Now all I was saying is I, I, <laughs> I actually I actually do have like it's a it's a toss up for me, but I do have the Eagles winning just because they have the advantage because they playing at home. Boy, try to try sweet, bro. And no no no, if you notice, the Eagles got a 12. Man going on right now that yeah. a lot that nobody wants to speak about because they do. this officiating so far in the Eagles games has been very very questionable. Scott, there's say. a whole lot of Scott Foster's on that hey, field. Hey, hey, listen, it's like it's like when the Eagles commit a penalty, these refs blind, but teams could just just flick somebody and they even pass gas. It's a flag. Dawes only when that peep that, that, that country. Huh? Dawes only when that peep that. I'm just saying that's the that's the only way I'll say y'all lose. I, I agree with you. I think that's the only way we lose because it's it's like that's the reason why we lost when we played against them. I I can agree that too. I can be, agree that because too. it's like the officiating was so bad, even even with the Bills. Bro, I know they be false start. They don't call it, bro. It's it's just a lot of stuff to come with the Eagles. But again, they yeah, are ten. At the end of the day, they are ten and one. They find ways to win. But I'm just saying they do have an advantage at home. That's the only reason that why is, I say y'all. I agree. I agree. If y'all was playing in San Fran, I definitely would have definitely picked y'all. But since y'all playing in Philly, I'm gonna say probably like the score would be 23 to 27. All right. Well, guys, this is gonna be interesting. Oh yeah. I mean, I have no personal bias in this game. I don't think any of us do besides Jeffrey, but Oh no, I got personal bias. I got I, I need the Eagles to lose. Yeah. But come on, country. Yeah. We team it for once. <laughs> <laughs> like like I am I'm voting for them to win this weekend. They want for us to win next weekend. <laughs> Yo, that's a fact. Real quick, guys, we're gonna talk about the Carolina Panthers for a little bit. Oh. They're the worst team in the NFL. And point blank period. They're one in ten. Uh they just fired their head coach, Frank Wright. Dang, you know, when I saw that, I was kind of like i was kind of like disappointed you know but what it was expected though it was but i didn't think they was gonna make the firing this like into like season. yeah but, like but usually uh, when a team does that it's bad like in-house it's bad and but it, get but rid it of has them. been bad though i mean yeah it's like been bad, like but they've only been competitive in one game yeah that's true getting shut up by the, the titans is also crazy work it is now with that being said they have interim coach in place now but who do you guys think is the front runner to land the new head coach to, to be honest with you that is not a good job to take it's not as a as a as a coach, you gotta be desperate to take that job. Somebody with that type take of it. owner, 
that's a bad honor you to got, even begin so, with. So, so, Maude, you a head coach. Well, you an offensive coordinator. You one of the high offensive coordinators they got coming in. You get a job with you get a job that Carolina's offering you a job where they have no draft capital. They have no players that they can, that you could even trade. They don't have no future on their team besides Bryce Young, and he and you have no offensive line to put around him. You don't have the weapons to put around him. You got money, but nobody wants to come to Carolina. And then you got a defensive end that wants to leave, but you won't trade him to get draft capital. That's the only draft capital you got. Now, if you're telling me if I'm a if I'm a if I'm an OC and I'm looking at that that situation, I mean I'm gonna be real. If I'm looking if I'm an OC and I'm looking at that, I'm gonna be like, all right, bet, let's do it. Because you can Thanks. either look at it at two ways, bro. You could be scared and not want to touch that, or you could just take the project head on and be the reason why the culture has been changed. Absolutely. Like I'm looking at a I'm looking at a one in ten team. I'm looking at one of the best college quarterbacks that I've ever seen it with my own eyes and Bryce Young. I'm looking at him being he's terrible, but it's not his fault that it's he's not, terrible. It's not. So we have a defensive end, right? That the Ryan head coach, the, the, the head coach don't want to trade. I'm gonna make him expendable because I know what I really want is to protect my quarterback, who is my franchise QB. And if we're one in ten, we're gonna have a top ten pick. Shoot, we might get lucky and we might be able to make some make some shake and we might be able to get two in the first round. Y'all not y'all don't y'all don't have a first round pick. As of right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like for, as the next, right for the next three years. But if you trade Brian Burns, yeah, like you might trade Brian Burns, you get some first round So, so uh, I had I had this hot take. I said it's two people that you should trade for you to get some uh, value. Trade J.C. Horn and Brian Burns. That's the honestly, only way you get value. Honestly, if I'm if I'm looking at the Carolina Panthers, my number one priority is my offensive line. Like yeah. you gotta be. But offensive line is so finicky because you could go ahead draft the offensive lineman and he could look like uh, Evan Neal. Like it's dicey. It's dicey. Like this is definitely a situation that. It's not preferable if you're somebody looking for a head coaching job. Yeah. With the right person, with the right system, with the right attitude, because when you have a new coach, you have to install a new attitude towards the team. Yeah. Because I guarantee you right now, the attitude in that locker room is just like, we suck, we know we suck, we gonna go out there every day and just play football but and get you, paid. The defense is still playing, they, they still playing their butts off at the end of the day. It's the offense ain't reciprocating that same energy. That's what's been the problem. It sucks. Cause yeah. I was actually able to see them in, like play in person and like, bro, like they're just bad. Like their offense makes no sense to me. Like absolutely no sense. To get on that topic about Office of coordinators. I think Ben Johnson, I was the Lions, say, could take that. Johnson, or I've seen reports of Jim Harbaugh. I've, I've, Jim Harbaugh. I've, I've that's, also, that was my next one. Jim I've Harbaugh, also, get up out I've of there. Also, they finna pack you up. Out of college football, they finna pack you up, my boy. I know y'all heard uh, uh, EB too. Eric Benjamin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because stuff's not going smooth right now in Washington. Uh-uh. And, and the thing is, he's not the issue. He's not. It's the, it, it's, it's the yeah, he doesn't have the personnel. And he got into it with Jack Del Rio. So he's actually on his way out of Washington. So he's trying to trying to leave Washington. I hate to see it, man. Yeah, because he because he he really is a good coach, and it's showing the difference of how the Chiefs look now when he's not there. Mm-hmm. But that's another story for another story. All right, man. Well, we're going we gonna, to we gonna see what happens, man. But, hey, as long as the Panthers are doing worse than the Bucks, it's a happy day in my book. But we're going to go to my favorite topic, man. I've been oh, waiting yes, for this. Yes, I've been waiting for this, man. It's really gonna, it's really gonna take up the bulk of the show, fellas. Yeah. So I mean, like, let's just jump right into it. Let's just do quick thoughts. Let's do quick thoughts. How are we feeling? College football, the regular season's over. We're going into conference championship play. <laughs> Jaden Daniels has me, guys. That okay? Let's let me let me throw some quick picks out. And let's let's go real quick about this Big Twelve championship game. We got Texas and we got Oklahoma State. Jeff, we're gonna start with you. Then we're gonna go Texas, around. Texas, Texas. I got Texas. I got Texas, but that's one of them games Texas love to lose, though. Yeah. Just just, just pointing it out, dude. Big Ten Championship, we got Michigan Come on. and Iowa. Michigan. Let, let's do the over and under. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Michigan. Come on. I got Michigan. Okay. Michigan may be a slight close one. No, Iowa has no offense. They don't, but I I just feel like. This is a trap what? game. It, it, it all these are, like, all it these really are trap games. I mean, but you got to make. Iowa's not a team that you want to see in the postseason. Look, look, the only game that's not a trap game, in my personal opinion, is the Pac-12 game because that's actually going to be a good game and the SEC championship game. And so, with that being said... uh, Oregon. Okay. I got Oregon. 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 That defense rolling. I I wish you can't be the team twice like that. I like Washington. I like Washington. But for college football scenario stakes... I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Washington I, in there. Listen, no, I don't. I, I don't never want to see Washington again after the first half when they got in. No, <laughs> that was, how long ago was that? That was the year, first. Was that the first college football? Nah, no, 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 the second, second. The second. That was the second one, but, bro. But my, my thing, my thing is, I want to see this scenario that everybody's been putting out there. Mm. That's the. That's what I want to see. Are right, we?
we go, we go, we go, we go, we go get to that after we uh, finish up the matchup. So ACC championship game, Florida State, Louisville. Uh, Florida State. Y'all are so goofy. Y'all are so goofy. I have a whole explanation for you, but I know you don't really want to get into it. But I mean, we can get into it. Jalen, who you got? We'll, we'll have, get to it when we talk about college football playoffs. Listen, who you got now? We, we talking about playoffs? We talking about the game? No, 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 game, no, no. We talking about the game. Okay, who you got? I have Florida State, but a slight margin because they can be easily, that's, easily that's, influenced. That's, that's why I said this is a trap game. Flo that game versus Louisville, it's a trap game. To be honest with All you, Florida think, State fans know it. I think Louisville lost their confidence when they lost to Kentucky. Yeah. Like, you they beat you themselves know, that game. That's what's good for us. Hey, hey, that's exactly why I got Florida State because if you watch that game against Kentucky, they looked at each other like, bro. I'll go it's, Florida State. Look, this is my thing. We're playing a Louisville team that just came off a loss to Kentucky. Now, on the flip side, we just played a Florida team that with seven losses. Stop six, it, because because if we're if, we, if we're going to use that excuse, Alabama barely beat Auburn. Yeah, and they have seven losses, so hold them accountable too, Jeffrey. I am, but I don't like, you know I don't like Alabama. This, this, this is my this is my thing though. I was mad when they won. We finished the game. We finished the game, and granted, we played Northern Alabama. Played North Alabama. That was a game we were supposed to win. Nobody's denying that. We finished the game without our starting QB. We came into this game without our starting QB. He's done for the season. Dunzo, it's it's Tate Rodemaker show. We came into that game. We started out slow. Typically, we do start out slow. So like I, I wasn't necessarily worried at first. We started out the game 12-0. The game, the game looked like it was about to pull away from us. We were able to find that confidence, open up our playbook, open up our offense a little bit, get a lot of stops on defense. Our defense was really swarming. Towards the end, yes. Swarming. It was hey, we hey, were swarming. Ma, could we be honest though? Florida State really didn't beat Florida. Florida yeah, killed about, themselves. Because the thing is, Florida, no, I don't no, think so, though. No, no, but you got to think about it. Can we Florida get to the SEC game? so many Can we get to the SEC game? <laughs> just, just say that soliloquy okay. once we get to the top okay, of the Okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right, so SEC championship game, Georgia versus Alabama. Give me Georgia. I got Georgia. Georgia. I got Bama. Go dogs. What's wrong with what? I got Bama. I, got, I, got Bama. I never thought I you, would hear country say that. No, no, no. Y'all better have some good statistics to back that up. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Alabama is the better team. I mean, sorry. You, you right. You, no, Georgia no, no, no. is stay the better team. No, stay with your top. Georgia is the better team, I got bro. Georgia. I'm sorry. I'm not taking an Alabama team that barely beat USF. That literally couldn't even put up 20 against USF. So you see, you see, this is what no, I'm no, just contradicted yourself. No, 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 I'm not. Yes, you no, did. I'm not. Yes, you because did. Guess what? Keep guess what? No, 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 stop. Let me stop. Because let me. I already know what Trent about to say because how are you gonna say that they barely beat USF? But, but y'all oh, barely beat Florida. <laughs> barely beat Florida is insane. Because let me tell you the difference between the, the score, Alabama the game and our game. Our game was a rivalry game. Oh. Like, what are you talking about? Because, because, because if you if you got that's Alabama. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So that's the that excuse. is the excuse. So because excuse. No, 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 hey, so no, no, no. That's the excuse. Let me say. Alabama let me say and Auburn was a rivalry game. That's no, 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 no. Wait, you because it was a rivalry game. But guess what? Idiots like Paul Finnebaum want to say Alabama should be in the playoffs and not Florida State because Florida State. Barely beat uh uh Florida quote unquote. Okay, we won. Not, we I'm beat not. we beat Florida by more points than they beat Auburn, and they literally only beat Auburn on the last play of the game. And y'all beat Florida only on the last. No, we didn't. You didn't watch when the game. Then what are you talking four, about? The game was over in the third it was, quarter. It was four, the, the game was over quarter? in the third quarter. Bro, bro at the, the end quarter. at the end of the third quarter they the game was over. Bro. In Amal. the fourth quarter, Amal. Florida could have got off the side. I was but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't though. Because our defense had Your quarterback ran for about 15 yards. And then he got a late targeting penalty that kept him on the field. It wasn't late. It wasn't late. He was sliding. So the only reason why Florida scored the first time is because they had a call on roughing the passer when it was a clean hit. And okay. if y'all say it wasn't a clean okay, hit, y'all don't know football. Okay, my listen, listen, listen. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, listen. I'm not saying. I, all I'm saying is Florida had like, a chance what? again to get the ball back, but they self but they didn't because they were they were strapped. Okay, Our defense fellas, strapped them. Fellas, and, and to add insult to injury, we picked them off at the end of the game too. Fellas. Fellas, I love that, that energy. Hey, barely, Bama did barely too. beat Bama did too. No, country, Auburn. Country. If, if you want to talk about a team that that beat themselves, talk about Auburn. Because they 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 should have won that game. I'm out of country since. Excuse me. I'll, I'll let you have your take real quick, and then we're going to jump into the topic question. Go ahead with your take. I didn't realize Ahmad Kibi was talking about uh, USF when they had played them in week three when uh, Milrow was benched. This was Why before, are you making excuses? This was before, Why are you making excuses? This, was before this Jaylen, is USF we're talking about. This was before Jalen Milrow actually you know, emerged as an like elite quarterback. Hot. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So since then, uh, he beat Tennessee, blew them out, blew LSU out. That's not, not, not my bad. <laughs> 
Come on, bro. Let's not be disrespectful. A convincing win over LSU, though. Okay. <laughs> beat the rival Kentucky. Uh, we're not talking about Chattanooga. Rivalry. And then they beat their rival Auburn. So, Kentucky, I mean. Kentucky not a rivalry yeah, team. They beat, but they SEC beat Kentucky. Team, my bad. SEC team. Yeah, SEC team. So, bro, this is what I'm saying. They also beat Texas A&M, too, in College Station. It's not an easy And I'm rooting for FSU to get in, but. So, yeah, speaking of get it in, who am I? who is your list? Let me hear your list. This sir. is my list. I told y'all my list the other day. And then Jalen, Jalen, and then Jalen will go to you. We're going to go Ahmad, Jalen, and then country. Go, Ahmad. This is my holistic, like, realistic list. Okay. Georgia. At one? Yes. Okay. So they won. SEC, okay. Yeah. I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Okay. Um, In the SEC championship game. Okay. Two. Michigan. Yes. Correct. Three. Three. Oregon or Oregon Washington. Or Washington, depending on when. Okay. okay. But no, you got to right. pick one. You got to pick one. You gotta but, pick but yeah, one. just pick one for the sake. Okay, for the sake, I'll pick Washington. Right. I want Washington to win. All right, who you got for? Florida State. Point blank, period. Jalen, because I heard you had three scenarios, so let me okay. hear them all three. I have three scenarios. For Florida State to get that four spot, like the like the exact order you said, mm-hmm. I have to see a convincing win against Louisville. Why? Because if they are given that four slot, that proves that there are not four teams better than Florida State. And we're talking about the four best teams, not just mm-hmm. the, not just, uh, the conference champions, yeah. not just the record. We're talking about the four best teams in college football. If you look at Florida State's schedule, their best wins have come against three lost teams. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, let him finish, because we're going to interrupt you. Let him finish. Go, keep going, Jay. Ain't nobody interrupt you. Okay, now for my second scenario. Yeah. Florida State loses, which I think Louisville can give them a run for their money. We said it's a trap game. I got UGA. Mm-hmm. I got Michigan. Mm-hmm. I got Oregon. Mm-hmm. Now give me Texas at the four slot. I like that. Ooh. As the Big 12 champ. I like that. In my third scenario, if UGA loses, because that's another toss-up game. I mean, I have UGA winning. It's safe. If they we do can't lose, count yeah. Alabama out. I got Michigan at the number one slot. Uh-huh. I got Oregon winning the Pac-12 mm-hmm. at the two spot. I will give you Florida State at three because the number one team fell all the way down, and I don't think they can have the number one team in the top four again after that. I, that's okay. because, that's true, because they, hold on, hold on. Here, here, here my reason now, okay. though. We have seen Georgia in the playoffs the last three, was it three, two, three years? Yes. Yeah. No, four years in a four years in a it's row. It's four years mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Four. Since, since LSU, since LSU and Bat, three years in a row. Three, three years, years in a row. Right. Three years. For rating purposes, I think they want to see some fresh teams in there. So that's why I have Georgia out of the top four. I think it'll be a snub, but I think I have them out of the top four. So I got I have my third scenario, I have Michigan, Oregon, Florida State, and Texas at the four slot. So just like you, I have three scenarios as well. Golly. No, no, no. But but no, this this being college football realistic, being realistic. My first scenario. Let me hear scenarios. My first scenario, I got I got uh, Michigan, number one. Okay. I got Bama jumping all the way to two. That's a crazy no. Ex- explain that, please. If please they, explain if, that. If they, beat, if they beat Georgia, okay. you know how much the committee loves the SEC. But that's they're the go- only reason I why. See, no, 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 but country, but country, but country. Who is crazy? If they're still factoring that that Texas win over Alabama, what they're makes you think they get But But the thing is, all they're going to do, I'm trying to tell y'all. But you have to bank on Texas losing and Texas getting blown out of the water. They are so happen. in love with the SEC that they will put both they SECs. That's, yeah, that's I understand that. That's literally why I, they won. Because, here, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Let's remember Georgia's first national championship. They got whooped by Bama, and they only fell down to four. And Bama went all the way to number went all the way to number two. But that's to my point though. Ba- Georgia still proved they were a top four team in the college football playoffs though. Right. That's why I said Georgia will not get out the playoffs regardless okay. win or lose. Like Georgia's in regardless. They are Georgia loses. The, no, they're not. They're not getting out. Re- regardless. I have a five slot. Maybe. Okay. So I you're so you're not factoring that Texas win over Bama. They, they're not that's even that's factoring it at. They, yes, they are. They that's the head-to-head matchup. They're still factoring because they have them over. But once once Bama beats Georgia, they're moving Bama over over Texas. Like, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, this is how I'm thinking about a country. Listen, if Texas wins and they, and they beat Alabama, that's 2-0. and If Bama wins, they're one because obviously they won the SEC and they lost because they lost to Alabama. Not Alabama, but Texas. So they're 1-1. One and one. I'm taking a 2-0 and record over a 1-1 and one record. Yes. I, I, that's how I, I see it. I get that. I get that. But you got to remember the factor that the college football community loves the SEC and the Big Ten. Why do you think Ohio State is still in play? Facts. Like, I don't, I don't like, think Ohio like, State's a conversation at all. Ohio State's not a conversation at all unless everybody loses. You know what? I'm so glad. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad like, you said I'm, that. I'm an SEC guy, and I can tell you right now, 
Bro, if Bama wins, Bama's in and Georgia's in. Oh, no. no. That right there, nah, yeah, I, that I, right there, if Bama wins and they both get in, you, that would like, literally, wait, that would literally be a long shot. That's a long shot. Why are y'all acting like y'all have not seen this already? No, 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 no. no. I was just we about to get into that. Listen, 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 though. Bama lost to SEC and you're, still got to the finals. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you in the fact of it being biased, but let me tell you something. Just the fact that you said that, you said the, the committee loves what conferences? The SEC and the Big Ten. All right. Now, what conference is Florida State in? The they're going to The basketball conference, they're gonna, they're ACC, baby. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> guess what? Because I sat there. I listened to y'all articulate, and y'all had some valid points. I'm going to touch up on what Jalen said, too, talking about our schedule. We are in the ACC. You can't penalize a team for being in a conference that they but didn't they decide to be in. No, 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 no. Because guess what? First game of the season, we play LSU. They were number five in the AP poll. We blew them out 45 to 24. We blew out Southern Miss. We had a competitive. No, 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 stop. I'm reading. No, stop. Yeah, let me cook. Let me cook. Let me cook. I'm not even I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. I want you to think about this, right? Y'all be the LSU. No, 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 no. Don't make excuses. I'm not making an excuse. I'm trying to point, I'm trying to play paint a picture for you. Y'all be the LSU team, right? That was y'all most convincing win until y'all played against Clemson. Listen, 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 listen. Why you this is how you can tell the committee is biased against y'all. Why did y'all never moved up? When Georgia, Michigan, or Ohio State did not play nobody but that's, but that's what compared I'm saying. to who y'all played. You know what? That's exact. I was so, literally so, just about to so, say that. So you think about it, they have y'all at number four the whole entire year. Tonight will tell you whether or not if y'all make it to the college football playoff. Yeah. That, if they, if they move, if they move, if they move up, one, we if, move they out. Move, if they move y'all number five, y'all in. I'm and sorry. So, I'm so glad he said that because look, I'm gonna just go real quick and I'm gonna just say the scores of the game, right? I'm gonna touch, I'm gonna touch up on them. And so for me saying an opponent, like me saying Southern Miss wasn't saying it's a notable win. Okay. That was just okay, yeah. that was that was just me going down the list. All right, okay, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Because y'all boys about y'all boys about to have a heart no, no, attack. I know what you was saying. I know what you saying. I know what you were saying too. I okay. just had to uh, paint that picture. All right, cool. Let's ride. A close game against Boston College. That was a game that we wholeheartedly struggled with. That's fine. We beat Clemson. Uh, we were actually not favored to win that Clemson game. I don't think people still remember that. We were not. Favored to win that Clemson that game, we blew out. We blew up. We but but we won. We won. But Clemson is not a good. Why does that work? Why does that work against? But no, think about it. You gotta think about it though. You could say you could say that with the LSU game, our that's our best win with a three-loss LSU team. But at the point in time when we played them, they weren't a three-loss team. I, I when I talk about a schedule, I go about when we played them. When we played LSU, they were number five in the AP poll. We blew them out. We were not favored to win this game. Nobody we blew them out. The LSU game. I feel like the committee's gonna look at as but, a whole. As the rest of the season and see, and see, see, but that that goes into the bias of it, it though, it, because I agree. like I said, to an extent, you can't fault a team for being in the conference that they choose to play in. And I'm gonna go ahead and just like finish out the rest of it too. We blew out Virginia Tech, we blew out Syracuse, we blew out Duke. The, no, that, that Duke game was was Duke was game close. was tight. That was tight until it the game was tight. Was tight. Until, until, the until the fourth quarter. We blew out Wake Forest. We blew out Pitt. We had a rivalry game against Miami. We won by a touchdown. Sure, you can you can make your criticism if you want, but a rivalry game is a rivalry game. And, and, if, and I literally will bring this up like every time. Alabama and Auburn. That's it. That's all I have to say. Georgia and Auburn. Because that Georgia game earlier in the season, that was so close. And Georgia, Georgia went to bed again. I mean, uh, Auburn went to bed with that game but, too. But look though, but look and though, so, Ahmad, they didn't like, penalize Georgia for that game. Exactly. No, they didn't. They did and, that, and that's the point but, I'm but, trying to But let, but let but Florida though. State but barely beat Every 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 yeah. time every time y'all didn't play, y'all barely beat somebody. They penalized y'all for look, that game. The perfect example I like to bring up. I was watching a video on YouTube and they was talking about the college football playoff scenarios. This dude brought up such a great point. When Florida State had won the national championship, the B the BCS national championship, after that year, a lot of people hated Florida State because this is an ACC team that not only was competing with SEC teams, but is absolutely better. We beat Auburn in that championship game fair and square and you can say what you want about that game but we showed that we were the best team in that nation now that next year in 2014 that entire season we barely beat our opponents yes. and i'm talking about all of I our opponents now yeah. this is my they, thing they didn't even want them to make the college football exactly. playoffs in, in that one and they was undefeated and this is my thing 
that for that 2014 team and this 2023 team two completely different teams like i said the 2014 team barely beat their opponents and i'm talking about a margin of seven or less over seven of these games that i just listed we blew out our teams and that's just who we were just fit to play mm -hmm. you can't penalize a team because of who they're playing but and they, what but 13 been, and 0 is 13 and 0 but they've been penalizing the acc but they gotta stop doing that i pray years. i hope and pray that they don't do it this year because we know if we beat louisville well buddy they are can, can i respond i don't think they are i think 13 and 0 you can't not put a 13 and 0 team I, in the college football playoff can i respond go ahead i wholeheartedly agree i think the acc gets penalized for that however we are living in reality they are going to so with that being said they're looking at money they and ratings can't get in they're not trying to see that unless you, know Jordan unless you have a convincing win against louisville unless you blow That's louisville you doors have to open complete, because then now you have okay then you look at that game with lsu and you look at the game with louisville you look at the game with i think clemson at the time and duke those are four ranked wins for you guys and I mean, that they're not ranked wins anymore anymore but, but at, the, in, at the time, the at the of, time. Of, yeah exactly and in the case of what i was saying at the time when they played those teams so the only ranked team that they have opponent that they beat was this LSU. season is lsu and clemson that's why that's why i was like i don't like how the committee is doing that against florida State. i really don't like it and because the media too the media yeah because it was at one point i'm saying here like i know for a fact that they're gonna move oregon over florida state yeah i was you know you know that or i think Texas. it was last week i think it was last week when the when the polls that came out florida state was number five i wasn't i was like dang but i also wasn't shocked because i knew the committee was gonna be like oh well washington did have a close game against oregon state but it was like an exciting game that they won down to the wire and florida state you know they 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 lost their quarterback they played northern alabama so of course we're gonna put them at number five and as I, opposed and, to number and four and that's another reason why i don't think they want y'all in the college football playoffs because because y'all lost jordan travis exactly yeah, yeah, I, lost jordan travis. I don't think that they are full with without jordan travis there are are gonna be over four by the, to by five better half. teams in florida state that can get into the playoffs and i think that's what really kills y'all and i and i feel as though that's what that's what the issue has been and i feel as though that's what they're holding against y'all is, is it fair no it's not fair like it's, it's really like I, I don't like how the committee's doing it especially with their sec bias even coming from a coming from a fan from the sec i just don't feel as though like y'all not understanding i know for a fact what they're gonna do is if bama beats georgia if it's close georgia's getting in I'm sorry to Texas fan and all that, but <laughs> Georgia's getting in. It's, it's like I'm telling people. It's, it's Georgia like, or Alabama? No, no, Georgia. I'm saying like if Bama beats Georgia, like Georgia's getting Bro, in. That would be crazy. Like I would stop watching I, college I, football. I, I, for that reason, I don't think they'll get in. Like, I, I'll literally stop I, watching I, I think that, and that I, But to your point, country, we've seen it in the past before because at that time, there wasn't a team that could replace that four slot that may were four, arguably four better teams than what Alabama or Georgia did when they dropped to the four slot. But here, it's not the case. They have a Texas team that is arguably one of the best teams in the nation. They have a, a Washington or Oregon team, depending on who wins the Pac-12 championship. They have they have a Florida State, so that's why I think I think a loser drops out of the top five or out top four. I don't know, man. This is gonna be so dicey. It, it, this is gonna be the most controversial college football playoff ever. We we gonna find out next year. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because this four seed is it's like they, it's so it's horrible. Too, it's too it's too biased. It just bro. ruins the sport. Like I feel as though like if you undefeated, you get you should get a place in the, in the uh, in a college football playoff, even if you Liberty. With that being said, this is another episode of Halftime with the Playmakers, which is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A&M University.